Namaste. Welcome to Serotonin Secrets. This is the second installation in our Aimless Youth series, a group of conversations recorded as experiments, when we were still toying with the idea of starting a podcast. Think of these episodes as OG, or, original gangster. These episodes are aimless, just like their guests. The audio quality is crap. Sorry. But hopefully you can hear past that, as you're mesmerized by our guest, who we call the philosophical entrepreneur. Grab a drink, dial your expectations all the way down to zero, open your mind, and enjoy. I mean, for me, uh, a lot of my identity revolved around being like an eccentric, uh, an eccentric builder, an eccentric creator, someone who doesn't really is re- isn't really relevant to boundaries. I, mean, I, I think of it more as art, but in reality, I think of it more of a, as a language where I interact with thought and the universe and kind of, and I've created a language for myself that gives me uh, ability to navigate in that. For instance, the notion of paradoxical redundancy. By the way, I'll make up terms to define my thoughts. And that just represents like an illogical connection between Think of it as an Ouroboros, you know what an Ouroboros is? It's a, a, t- a snake eating its own tail. Why am I here? Um, I'm here because you asked me to be, and I wanted to do it. I mean, um, isn't that beautiful? Obviousness? You can always dance around, like, like what it represents. I mean, interesting. See, that's like paradoxical a little bit. But yeah, I like I like nerds, but I am a nerd probably, if one would classify me as one. But my grades didn't reflect the nerdiness there. But I, let's just say I ditched class a lot. Um, I went to Starbucks to study, which makes no sense to other people. But anyway, I discovered online courses, uh, mainly computer science. I asked my teacher, I'm like, of all the more relevant thinkers throughout history, have is there a consistency among, say, like mental illness, for instance? Um, and she said yes, absolutely. And like I'm like I'm like first shit, cause like I want to be like I want to have the the clarity of thought that a lot of these people had. Um, but then I'm like, you know what? That doesn't have to be true for me. So that's why I established boundaries and coping mechanisms to handle different ways of thinking. So I had times, times of my life so I'm more or less into the whole ethereal, um, existential, paradoxical redundancy, like scalable perpetuity, different notions of reality that kind of give me like different hey, axioms. Do you want to play Jenga? I'm down. That's another story. <laughs> no, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, just, uh, there could be like a lot of parallels or metaphors there. But anyway, so I like don't do drugs, um, but I can I can very well have a conversation with people who do. Like, I I watched a video of this dude like dropping uh, I don't know it's DMT I don't know if that's called acid or not. And he's, he's like coming up with all these wonderful realizations about like some disillusionment of ego or some grander understanding of consciousness like like i know what he's talking about like everything like it's all legible to me because like i i've I've understood those emotions than myself it's like for the listeners i feel like it's kind of suspenseful because you don't know when the crash is going to come but they know that we're playing jenga absolutely um so like ultimately what is your take on intelligence 
think there are a lot of other qualities that are equally as important. And I don't think you necessarily need to have intelligence in order to make an impact. What about you? Um, I like flowers. Aren't they awesome? It has to do with intelligence because I, I was enjoying the notion of flowers and one might apply that, oh, we're having a conversation and like I'm getting distracted thinking of flowers and just like that's like the layer that I'm looking at this entire thing. I want to present everyone being a beautiful, amazing person. I want to inspire everyone to want to be their own personal best selves. And a lot of my technology that I want to put in the world or help put in the world because, I mean, it's a big team effort. I want to, I heard a quote, it says, like, vindicate those in negative minds and truly master life. Uh-huh. And I see a parallel as far as I read something about the Dalai Lama and that's in terms of my project, um, Unleash the Blue. So, all right. Um, Unleash the Blue is a way for people to kind of go with their curiosity and not be afraid of, one, where it may take them, and two, kind of like the ground of their feet, provide stability for that curiosity as opposed to, say, a uh, struggling artist who may not be able to make ends meet. So I'm creating an infrastructure to support that. It's like 30 seconds. <laughs> Oh, it's a it's a research and development institution. That's more of it, literally like we engineer, we just, we do research on different topics, and we try to build things from them. I've had people working for me, people hopefully working with me, and uh, just relationships I'm trying to build to support it in the long term and short term. So I, at this point, what I'm doing is I'm developing, like I'm working on doing research on all these different topics. Yeah. Um, okay. I have one, but first start, I gotta say, I don't know, like, so the things I, I know I can say and things I don't know if I can say regarding, like, intellectual property, so, like, I, th- I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. Like, if I actually, like, slip up, like, some, like, process or some special way of handling things, I don't want to, uh, fuck that up. Alright, so we'll start with... Start with Omega. Basically, Omega is a standardized accountability metric for players in space exploration industry to trust one another. Okay. Uh, NVR. Uh, it teaches people how to think beyond their current scope of imagination. Um, Some of them I don't want to give away like too much. Okay. Um, so an example would be brain-computer interfaces. That means using feedback in music to help treat people with different mental disabilities or using virtual reality. You can create a, a, a new layer of immersion when you have feedback involved because now the computer that's showing you what's going on is actually like speaking to your mind in real time. And uh, it's cool for me because like I'm always curious about how I think. I'm fascinated the notion of metacognition. So Project Minerva is attempting and okay, how am I gonna phrase this? Because like I'm nervous now because this is something I'm excited about um, and I want it to sound good. You know what I mean? Project Minerva creates accountability between nations using business. It looks into different industry sectors and industries and maps how business is conducted as far as trade's concerned and. It provides suggestions for how trade can change to ultimately, on like a macro scale, create accountability between nations to a point where you have 
Taiwan tangled with America, who's tangled with China, who's tangled with South Korea, who's tangled with uh, Myanmar, who's tangled with Malaysia. And now all of a sudden, all these business relationships are happening in such a manner, I'm trying to create them. So, so creating them in a way that creates a tangled mess. So if you want to go to war with someone, holy shit, like you can't because like it goes against our allies' economic policy because the business, the main business here is going there. So it's literally structuring yeah. business exchange, exchange of services in a way that really makes it hard to go to war. Well, perhaps. Mutually assured destruction is um, actually a big consideration, obviously. Um, but it's more about who won't get destroyed first. Have you considered applying for a Teal Fellowship? Yeah, I applied like three times or four times. Three times. Four, this is my fourth time, I think, applying. I've done uh, like two pro two individual projects, I think. Um, one or two uh, for Unleash the Blue. $200,000 for uh, over two years. A lot of money. It is an insane amount of not only money, but actually just like it gives you the focus you need to work on what you really want in addition to resources of what I think I was rejected. I mean, I actually flew out there to convince them to take me. And uh, unannounced, I snuck into their office and everything. It's the most beautiful part of San Francisco. Like it's right by the bay, like near the bridge. I flew there specifically for that reason. Yep. And um, and that was that. I spoke to one lady and I spoke to this another secretary. Um, the person I wanted to talk to who's like in charge, he wasn't there. And I was told like, yeah, he's like not coming in today. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I was only there for like two nights. Like there is no excuse. I could have definitely done more. I mean, in theory, like you could always do more. Um, perhaps I hadn't realized that at the time. I see this all, it's all art, it's all science, it's all language. I kind of see everything as like different sides to an n-dimensional uh, sphere. My biggest insecurity is in a world filled with the possibility of meaninglessness to have chosen not to do good as opposed to bad. The meaning I put into that is positivity and love and compassion, empathy and, and growth. Can I see that notebook? Yeah. So you can kind of learn a little bit about it based on how it looks to begin with. So for instance, yeah, this one is more of an expansive nature. This one's more of like a classical mythological one, kind of relating to different roots of history in terms of myself and others. You just wrote cocksucker. Let me see it. It's like contextual, maybe. I have to look into it. Um, <laughs> what's an invention for a type of catheter? A type of catheter. It helps people pee while they're, like, in a hospital. And I call it a cocksucker. <laughs> uh, I go to a lot of conferences when and events, like online events now. Uh, for example, meetups. So I'll go to like an acting meetup one night, or then I'll go to like a, a pitching event um, another time, another weekend, or Saturday or Friday, depending on, or a founders like meeting. Like I'm, I'm getting all these different feedback from all these different people and all these different perspectives. It's like it was so wonderful, you know. And it is now too. Like okay, like that's it. Like I've been fucking with my brains for so long as far as how I can comprehend so many interconnected factors that like when I was like I took a class and it was just like. Like it was, a, it was a math class and I expected there to be more out of it because I took another math class at Binghamton 
And uh, there was a rapport with me and the professor and this other student where, like, every day after class, we would just stay there and talk for, like, 20, 30 minutes about, like, the million places where this this mathematical notion or that behavior that one can imply in terms of one context to kind of learn. Embarrassing. Interesting. I was bored and feeling like I was stagnant in many regards and I wanted to break out of that. So I was in Starbucks and I decided to get up and sing. It took me like half an hour to like work up the courage to just get up and sing like a fucking maniac. I wanted to shatter my boundaries because it was so hard for me to do it. What am I gonna do to revolutionize like myself right now? upset at the fact that I thought of something and now I had to do it. <laughs> it was just me, I was doing work and like it's okay. So hey man, 4th of July, haha. Uh -huh. It's yeah. funny because I sang the Star Spangled Banner. It was it was packed. Yeah. I may have done <clears throat> as some sort of funny like joke to myself as if I'm like about to sing to a crowd. So I started singing and people like were looking at me. And then at one point I'm like, I tried to actually, like, I was motioning for them to jump in and join along. And they're just looking at me and then they're just ignoring me. They just think like this, like, what I really didn't, really didn't anticipate was them ignoring me. Or trying to pretend like I wasn't singing or just getting back to work. I mean, yeah, but like, in what world do you disregard something? Okay, so next you have to do it naked. Um, I mean... It's not that I wouldn't be down, I just have to make sure the legalities. My goal was to do this really hard thing, and I did it. I crashed and shattered whatever pretty evident obstacle that was in my brain to do it. So I was, uh, have you ever heard of Tony Robbins? So I had the opportunity um, to go with my brother and my family as well, but we kind of we got like a scholarship to go, so we kind of had like an extra layer of fun with kids our age. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Um, I keep saying um, I don't know. Yeah, we can cut each um out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did see women walk on a fire. It was pretty cool. Um, so what happens are is like you're you taught these different lessons and then you apply them throughout the like x amount of, like i don't know how many days it is like maybe three days so the first night we're there you know we walk on fire like there are these hot coals and trust me though like the the program itself empowers you and actually it guides you in a manner that like it'll shock you as far as how far you're willing to go which is scary and dangerous because it could be like like what else can they make you do uh so what we did was like we all take turns going down these these flaming hot coals and i mean afterwards there had been like some bullshit with people getting burned and like liability suits and stuff of that nature so like i'm glad i went before then anyway i've been anyway so i'm approaching this these coals and like i mean yeah the, the, the first thing one might imagine is you'll get burnt so like there are certain moments in that pain where there's a certain clarity where you don't feel the pain anymore, where you kind of lift above it, and it's almost like a Zen state. I mean, we're all dialed in, like up to we're charged to like out of 15, like 15 out of 10, like we're really up there, just like like we're screaming, yes, I can do this, all these amazing, powerful affirmations. So I start walking on the fire. I, I grow a little surprised because I'm not feeling any freaking fire burning on my feet. Like, what the hell is this? So that's the curious part, because why are some people burning and others not? Anyway, I continue forward, and I make it about hmm, 
five and a half out of ten. And I'm just like, I stop. I stand there. <laughs> so I'm not moving. I'm, I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking. And then I decide to, to stand there. This isn't hurting me. And I'm fucking loving it. And I'm appreciating the supreme power I'm having over some aspect of myself whether or not it's actually like you could debate the physics of it i don't care i stopped and like these people who are in charge they're just like what the fuck is this guy doing is this guy crazy why is he stopping and i stopped for a good like i don't know two seconds and then i'm like all right i did it like this isn't bullshit like i'm standing on the legit like seething fire and then i make my way down and i finish I had a piece of coal stuck on on the top of my foot that I pulled off, and then it was burned. That was it. So right now I've saved up uh, enough to like maybe live for like a year. One answer is I'll just fucking figure it out. Another realistic answer is I can I don't know I can uh, outsource for like some website building site or some shit. Like I could be the one building stuff or. I could probably get a job in finance if I had spoke to some people long enough and got they got past the fact that I don't have a degree. Do you think you're socially awkward? Um, I think I know how to not be with enough practice to answer your question. Yeah. Do you think I'm socially awkward? Okay, what is socially awkward? Think of the most socially awkward people you know and I'll find a way to communicate with them. I figured I'd, I'd spend my 20s and 30s like building everything here or maybe like 30s, 40s, 50s. I'd probably never be done with it. But like at one point, maybe I'll probably, like I'll think about um, like maybe like finishing a degree to get a PhD in like psychology and just become a therapist or something.